Hello and welcome back to Touching Base PR Edition. My name is Jamie and I am still your host. In today's episode, I am going to be talking all about the informational interview, how I land some of mine, what I talk to the people about, and all that kind of stuff. I talk about networking and informational interviews in every single episode so I figured it would be great to dive into the episode and I didn't have a guest with me this week so here we are doing it talking about all things informational interviews. Before we hop into the episode I obviously have to share my personal and professional highlights for the week. My professional highlight is just that I am feeling very like re-motivated for the job search I think that I was feeling really low for a little bit because I wasn't landing any opportunities and it just felt so much like a black hole, but I'm actually really happy this week. I submitted some applications. I had an interview. I have to do like follow up for that interview and it just like makes me feel like I'm doing something right just because it was an interview that I landed. So someone saw my resume, someone got it and it just makes me feel a lot more hopeful for different opportunities. I also submitted my application for grad school this week. So I have a bunch of different options that are up in the air right now. So we're going to kind of see where life takes us. And obviously I will update you guys and tell you all about it as we go. For my personal highlight, I feel like I'm doing pretty good at Bloomingdale's. I think that I was nervous to start the job because I've never really worked in retail. I've worked in food before, but Also, I feel like this is also like a professional highlight, but not really because I feel like I don't know. But Bloomingdale's doing well, sold some bags, bought some things, you know, spending money as I get it. It's fine, whatever. But like overall, it's just been a positive experience so far and I like my coworkers a lot and I just like the environment and I'm definitely having fun with it and also learning a lot about selling point of sale systems and hopefully I'll be able to learn more about the company as we grow in my position and work there longer so maybe eventually I will maybe apply for like a job higher up in Bloomingdale's and maybe like PR I I don't know lots of different things right now so just in both professional and personal like feeling very good about what's going on in my life and I'm really happy to be in this place one more thing before we hop into the episode um i want to share with you guys that touching base underscore pr on instagram i'm running a giveaway over there for a thousand listens which is amazing and honestly i posted the giveaway on february 6th and no one's entered yet so definitely go on over to the instagram you have a really good chance of winning if people don't continue to enter and it is for like a PR focused mug that I think is really really cute and honestly something I kind of want so all you have to do is comment your favorite favorite touching base episode and tag a friend who should listen so definitely go ahead and enter and also follow us on Instagram if you haven't already because I post fun things all the time tip Tuesdays pictures of me networking things, all of that jazz. So definitely see you guys over there. All right. All of that being said, let's hop into this episode. I do think it will probably be a little bit of a shorter episode because I don't have a guest with me. So it's just me talking to you guys, but I'm going to dive closer into the informational interview. So first of all, if you're wondering what is an informational interview, 
you've never heard of it, you don't really know. An informational interview is kind of like a coffee date with someone where you just kind of want to get to know them a little bit more and dive into their story, how they got to where they are, and any advice they may have for you. And it's just a way for you to connect with people in your industry and make those professional connections. That way, if you apply for jobs at their company, they know you exist. You can reach out to them. Maybe they can pass your resume along and all these different things. And it's just a really great way to get involved in your industry. For me, I was really lucky. My first informational interview kind of fell into my lap. I'd reached out to this guy asking if his company had had summer internships and he said, no, we don't, but I'd be happy to talk to you about my career and all of that. And I was like, okay, great, amazing. So that's kind of one way you can land an informational interview. I think that people do like talking to about themselves and especially like if you're reaching out to them about an internship or something like that, they know that you're starting in the field, so they might want to help you a little bit more. But you also do have to make your own opportunities in this world. It's not something that's just going to fall into your lap always. So I think that if you have an informational interview that kind of falls into your lap, that's so great. But you also do have to kind of make opportunities for yourself and network on your own. So I think networking, Intern Queen has a lot of great videos as well as your school's career center can definitely help you connect with alumni from your school. But I'll tell you guys a little bit about what I do. So I go on LinkedIn and I look for companies that I'm really interested in and I see if anyone from my school works there. And if I find someone, I'll send them a connection request that says something like, hi, my name is Jamie and I'm a senior at Binghamton. I see that you work, blah, blah, blah. And that's my dream company. So I would love to connect. And then when they connect with me, I say, hi, thanks for connecting with me. I was wondering if you would be interested in an informational interview to chat about your job and your pathway to the blank. It would only be a 20 minute phone call. I have a lot of flexibility in my scheduling, so I can very much tailor this to when you are free. Thank you. And for example, if it's someone that like doesn't go to my school, but I just want to talk to them anyway, I'll send something that says something like, hi, my name is Jamie. I'm a soon to be college graduate. I'm really interested in blank because I love influencer marketing as well as the sports industry I would love to set up an informational call to learn more about you and your path as well as your current role and usually they're very friendly and they want to talk to you and all of that the worst that can happen when you send this message is that they don't answer or they say no like they're never going to be like flat out mean or anything like that at least in my experience so I would definitely recommend just shooting your shot and seeing what happens because it is such a great way to connect with people and to make those connections and especially now since it's COVID it's so much easier for people to connect because they're willing to do phone calls and zoom calls whereas in non-COVID times I think people wanted to actually meet up for coffee or I'll meet you at your office or something like that and talk to them so I definitely recommend if you can trying to do a lot of these now especially with people that may not live near you or something like that or live in cities you want to live in or something like that because all the resources are there now for you to have these connections over the phone or the or a zoom call so I definitely recommend doing these now well maybe you're not super busy as well because we're all stuck in the house still now that we've talked about how to get an informational interview you're probably wondering what do I do at an informational interview? What do I say? What do I, you know, anything like that? And this was definitely something that I was really nervous about during my first informational interview. I watched so many videos on YouTube trying to find questions to ask and things like that. 
And so I have a notebook. I definitely recommend using a notebook for this because when you meet someone in person, you don't want to be like typing on your phone or something like that. So I have a notebook where number one, I have a list of questions I want to ask and then I write down things for every person I talk to. So I'll bring you through like my one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, seven-ish questions that I ask people, but also know like I allow this to turn into conversation and I ask them questions to be specific and things like that. But my basic go-to questions are, how did you get to where you are, your transition, and how did you get your first job out of college? And that's kind of like a very well-rounded question and they usually can go on about like a five to ten minute tangent about their job and how they got to where they are now and it's really really helpful for you to hear that because number one it makes it seem more attainable because you're hearing directly from someone that went to a college then they got a degree and now they work in a job that you want to work in so it's definitely that first step and also just knowing these little things about them like you can ask them like how do you if they say they went to Boston University you can ask them about Boston and the city and like make those personal connections Then something else I ask, is there anything specific you would recommend that I do in college or any advice that you would offer to a college student? Whatever, like that's kind of straightforward. I ask them what a day-to-day in their job looks like. Well, actually, I always phrase the question like, I know with PR, every day is totally different, but what are some of the responsibilities that you focus on on a day-to-day basis? Because I found that every time I asked this question, everyone was just like, well, no two days are the same. So definitely kind of preface it like that. Like, you know what you're talking about and ask them for, like, the tasks and responsibilities they do. That way, number one, like, you can find out if it's a job you actually want to do. But also, that way you can start preparing for to do tasks like that and you can start learning and growing about them. That way, when you go into an interview process, you already know how to do X, Y, Z. I always like to ask them what is the best and worst part of your job. Um, I've now started phrasing that as kind of best and not so favorite part because I don't want to be too negative by saying worst part and also some people genuinely don't have a worst part of their job but I love knowing like what gets them going about PR and why they love PR and then what kind of tasks they maybe find mundane or something like that. Then I ask them if you could do it again what would you do differently? And I think that I really like this question because I like hearing, number one, if people have no regrets in their path, it's reassuring to know that like even hardships and blocks in the road, they're still happy for because it helped them get to where they are. But I also like knowing like, would you have gone to a different school? Would you have majored in something different? Would you have done a different internship? Because it can also help you avoid making those I'm putting mistakes in quotation marks, but those mistakes in the future. Then to kind of close it all off, I always ask them, what is the best way to stay in touch with you? Because when you're putting on these interviews, you want to make them professional connections. You want to know how you can keep connecting with them and keep updating them on your life and keep getting updates on their life. So LinkedIn or email, like what is the best way to stay up to date on what they're doing? And then I also like to ask them, anyone else I should talk to? And I think that sometimes I get scared asking this question because I don't want them to think like, oh, I wasn't good enough for you. But you can preface it it as something like, 
I know that networking is really important in this industry, so I was wondering if based on this conversation, there was anyone else you would recommend that I talk to. And at this point, if you've shared anything about like tasks you like to do or your path or anything like that, they can kind of connect you with something, someone similar to you. And that's just going to help you make another professional connection. And I think that is so, so, so amazing. So I think the biggest thing in an informational interview is like, obviously you want to know about their career path and all of that and all their advice. But I also do really want to urge you to start making those little personal connections. So if you ask them about maybe their school, we can talk about the Boston example that I used earlier. And you ask them what's Boston like and they say something like, oh, I love the restaurants. You could be like, oh, I want to visit Boston, what restaurants do you recommend? And then if you go to Boston, you can tell them like, hey, I tried this restaurant. And it's like a way for you to stay in touch with them. So I think making those little personal connections about maybe like, what's your favorite restaurant there? What do you like to do for fun? I mean, that's kind of a weird question to ask someone in an interview. But like, Finding things based off of what they say to make those personal connections is so important because it's going to help you to follow up with them in the future. And something that I've also expressed before is following up with these connections is so, so, so important. Three times a year you should be following up. You want them to remember that you exist. So whether that means sending them happy holiday messages, sending them happy birthday if you know when their birthday is, It doesn't have to be like a whole like here's what I'm up to this is everything that I'm doing like what are you up to like it literally just has to be something that you send them like happy holidays and they remember oh yes Jamie that's this girl maybe I have an opportunity for her or something like that just making sure that they remember that you exist because you spent the time getting to know them hearing about their career like why wouldn't you want to then stay connected with them so that's kind of everything I have about informational interviews they're really not that hard when you get the hang of it and when you become comfortable talking to people and I think that obviously they can seem super scary and overwhelming and it's your first one and you maybe don't know how to act around these people but just be prepared look them up beforehand know kind of what you're going to talk about and know maybe a fun fact about them or something like that if they've done interviews before read their interviews like get to know them and also these podcasts that I do every week are basically informational interviews me getting to know people and sharing their story so I definitely recommend if you need help talking to someone just like listen back to these and see how conversations flow and things like that the one more thing that I do want to talk about is that in an earlier episode with Delaney Hogg I can link it down below she's currently working as a grad assistant at Virginia Tech she talked about how she did informational interviews before she was a grad assistant with some of the people at the job that she would be in so when I was actually applying to grad assistantships I asked her what did you kind of ask these people how did you get into it and it really helped me when I was applying for grad assistants and getting to network with them so I want to share kind of what I asked them if that might help you so Basically, there's one, two, three, four, five questions that I always ask them and it made it really easy for me to just have it written down and then I asked them and I got answers to all my questions. So the things that I asked them are, what are the ideal qualities of a candidate? What's the length of your grad assistant program? 
hourly commitment per week, what are some specific skills you require, and where do your GAs usually go after, or is there like an opportunity for employment? And these were just like questions that I had come up with as well as things that Delaney had told me to kind of talk to them about. So it's definitely something that really helped me and I just wanted to share it with you guys just super quickly. If you guys have any questions about informational interviews, about networking, about anything like that, let me know. You can DM the Touching Base Instagram. You can comment on our posts. And also, I'll put up like a master Touching Base post for you guys to comment your advice for informational interviews and any questions you may like to ask in those interviews. So all of that being said, I know this was a shorter episode, but whatever. If you guys liked it, make sure to keep listening for more interviews. We're going to be having so many great ones in the coming weeks. And I'm excited to keep talking to guests, excited to keep producing content for you guys, and excited to see where you guys go in the world. So thanks so much for listening. I'll talk to you guys in the next one.